Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. Hey girl, hey, I'm Charles. Hey, oh my god, it's episode 100. I'm gonna insert that like, da-da, that like New Year's thing here. So yeah, it'll it'll be cool. But yeah, episode fucking 100. Yay. And this isn't even in the 90s. This is Cherry Falls from 2000. I just want to say that I did not know this movie existed until about a month ago. But I had seen photos from it, but I just think I didn't know what movie it was from. I saw Brittany Murphy, and I've seen, like, clips of this, but I just didn't, I guess, put together what it was. Mm-hmm. And upon looking further, I've seen a ton of people on the Instagram for the Fashion Grunge pod, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to hear your thoughts on this. I was like, how did I not know this existed? Yeah, same. <laughs> right? Like, neither one of us. Yeah, so we're both, like, super fresh thoughts this is really cool. I, I think, uh, yeah, the talk about, so I'm stoked. This is in our October, definitely October vibes. Um, yeah, I, um, I didn't really know what to expect going into it. Cause you had said something about virgins and a serial killer. And I was like, all right, whatever. So, <laughs> like, yeah. Right. It's usually uh, the opposite, which is cool. Usually the virgins are the ones that are, that live yeah, in the horror yeah. movies, not the ones who are up for the slaughter. Yeah. Um, and so, the, um, so I watched it uh, last time, and I watched it um, again today. And um, my, my first watch last night, I was like, "What in the wide world of fuck is this movie?" Right? And, like, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> I was and then stunned I, when I watched I, it too last night too. And then I like watched it again today, and I like really loved it. So yeah, <laughs> I, this is one of those movies I feel like that, and I put it on in the background this morning because I'd watched it also last night, and then I put it on in the background, uh, and I was like. I was like, this is one of those movies I can tell that get, just gets better every time you watch it. Yeah. Because at first you're like, this is the craziest, weirdest story ever. But then when you watch it again, you're like, oh, I get it. It's like a satire. It's like kind of yeah. campy yeah. and really over the top. And it's just, I fucking love Brittany Murphy. I do too. Um, I was going to say, should we, I guess I'll do, I might do a poll because I like the polls are, are a lot more engaging on whether or not people want us to do the Brittany Murphy doc that just came out oh, on yeah. HBO max. Um, if you do, then I- I'm going to do a poll. So let us know. Cause I, I really want to know. I don't know much about her like yeah. a, on a personal level. And I know that her death was like very mysterious when it happened. So I would, I'm interested to know what the deal is. And I think I've heard from two people that it, it's good. The one that just came out. So I'm interested. Um, at, at some point, we should totally do Drop Dead Gorgeous just because I love that entire cast. Oh my God, Denise Richards. Uh, like, oh my God, it's got Denise Richards, Kirsten Dunst, Amy Adams, yeah, Alex right. Janney. Kiki. Yeah, um, we do. I, was that on yeah. the list? I'm going to add it to the letterbox. Okay. Uh, we have a letterbox account. Uh, it's in the notes that we have kind of a running list that we add and subtract to for the movies. So just in case. People want to know. Yeah, I'm going to add that to the list. Isn't that 2000 or is that 99? I think it's 99. Nice. Okay. This is 2000. I decided to include 2000 in the 90s because it most likely was filmed in 99. Yeah. Um, It just was released a little bit later. Also, there was sort of that weird controversy of, you know, because like when we were juniors, there was like that senior high like class at graduating 2000s and we're just like we are the class of the millennium and it's like are you yeah yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah are you or are you just the end and yeah. we're actually the first year of like the new gen yeah you know like that's <laughs> essentially what it is um, um god i like also heard this weird thing that like um apparently um um because i've always been curious about this so i guess like whoever you ask you always get a different answer what? but apparently 
Gen, um, apparently um, Gen X, the year that Gen X ends is 1982, and the year that millennials start is 1984. Shut up, really? So apparently we're in like this no, you and you and I are like, we're born in this no man's land of where, yes. like, of where like you kind of have to choose between, you know, if, like between your British and Irish parents or something. <laughs> you know? like, it's like fucking like, yeah, it's literally like, uh, it's, it's like, it's, I mean, what the fuck? What, what would you would you, would you go for the millennial or would you go for the the Gen X? I mean, I, I sort of feel like just culturally, I identify more as a Gen Xer. I guess. No, I mean, I, I think I do too, just because we're older. Yeah, we're on the top half of the generation. Like we're on the very top of the generation. So technically, people in the night who were born in the nineties are millennials. Like, yeah. and I feel like if you say you were born in the mid nineties to me, I'm just like, whoa! I was like over ten. Yeah. So which means I re- like kind of thoroughly remember things. I wasn't um, a kid, so I was like if I wasn't a kid and I was able to like pick out my own music, then like I feel significantly older. I, if yeah, I was making yeah. choices, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um but yeah, but and I also want to be in the same gen as as Kurt Cobain cuz he's a Gen X. Yeah. And um yeah, but then I also want to be like no, millennials because I definitely listen to NSync when I probably should I know, know at like I know. 18. But, <laughs> like but, so but I, know. I I think that's kind of the good part is like we can kind of like pick and choose like depending on like the conversation. So like, Yeah, it's totally true. Like I um, I've just recently I I don't do any many shout outs to different podcasts because I listen to mostly a lot of my podcasts are reality TV based and mm-hmm. none of my friends care or I don't think any of the listeners care what I listen to. If you do like reality TV and want me to like talk about it, I mean, cool, but, or tell you who I listen to cool, but I'm also kind of obsessed with pop culture and I turned Charles onto the Dunzo podcast. Shout out to that. Oh my God. So Lord, awesome. This podcast is ruining my life. It's <laughs> amazing. Charles is like binging it. It's any celebrities that you want to know about, like their relationships and like yeah. the full timelines. I mean, a lot of pop culture, mostly from the early 2000s, but some 90s. It's so dope. Um, and then they also have another one called Beyond the Blinds about blind gossip items. Oh my God. And oh my God. It's, it, it all, is, if you are a pop culture junkie, it's incredible. Like, oh my God. not to give them an ad, but to give them an ad, they're fucking it, rad. It, so. it is like the most life changing piece of art I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, everything's a lie. Like, yeah. Everything yeah. you know about Hollywood is a complete lie. And if you care to know more, um, then yeah, they're they're super great to listen to. I'll, I'll add a link on uh, the website. And I, it, it, it's a kind of podcast that just makes me want to live my life in a way that Troy and Kelly would hopefully think that I'm not a rotted person. I know, so. right? I was like, please don't let me, please don't let me be rotted in any way. <laughs> like, it's so funny. I'm like a super, I'm a, I'm a super fan. I'm a fan girl. So, so yeah, so that's um, super rad. They also did, what did they do? They did like, uh, I know who killed me on Dunzo oh, this week that yeah the, oh. the Lindsay Lohan movie where she played yeah. the stripper with like the she had like a bionic like arm oh wait are, are, are you thinking of Rose McGowan and Planet Terror where oh, she has shit, the, you are, yeah you're right I haven't seen this movie that they did but okay. it's one of the Lindsay Lohan movies I did see the canyons did you see that that weird no like, Oh my god, the weird like softcore. Actually, it wasn't like a softcore porn. It was like kind of a porn, and it had James Dean in it, who's like a famous porn star or was, or I don't know what the fuck he does now, but he was oh, at the time. Oh, and it's he, directed um, by the guy who did. Oh fuck! What's his name? His name is Paul something. I'm gonna look it up. What were you gonna say? 
Oh, I was gonna say James Dean's in like my all-time favorite porn interest. Oh, the lemon boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn those lemon spilling oh. whores. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that is James Dean. Um, Paul Schrader directed it, and it's written by Brett Easton Ellis. I knew there was oh, like, really? a connection. Yeah, it's oh, called wow. The Canyons. If you have Showtime, it's on there. It's like kind of hilarious that it's so bad. The the description is when Christian, an LA trust fund kid with casual ties to Hollywood um like learns all about the canyons like the world in the canyons anyway Lindsay lohan's in it i fucking love Lindsay lohan i think she needs a comeback if she wants i am totally here for her yeah and i want to see her like do well I, she seems pretty cool though i mean she seems i kind of want like Brittany to follow that trajectory i want her to like kind of move somewhere out of the limelight and just mm-hmm. like and i think it'll be better for her i think Lindsay seems to be like cool not being in LA like you know Good. being in that like entertainment lifestyle so I really hope that Brittany gets like a ranch in like Colorado somewhere and just goes like you know I'm raising my kids like leave me alone I've been um I've been uh they have a couple uh Taylor Swift r- r- related podcasts on on their Patreon and yeah, I don't know much about Taylor Swift I um I, I I have to say I I've never really been a fan of hers but li- after listening to those episodes I'm like 100 percent a Tay Tay Boy or oh my god. whatever. Like <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. I mean I know her like popular songs, but I don't yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever listened to an album. Like I don't yeah, know same. her, you know what I mean? Like I don't know um, any deep cuts. I just know like maybe three well, songs or something. Well uh, well apparently she just like has all these like hidden like meanings in like her lyrics that are like aimed at like certain people, you know, and like yeah, yeah, I've like, heard that. R- 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 relationships with and like it's 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 not like it's it, like it seems like it's like plotted out like pretty thoroughly. So I mean, does she have one about Tom Hiddleston? I love Tom Hiddleston. I well, I okay. So I was that just so fake. Oh, like, so I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that. Um, oh, okay. But, well, we won't because we're on the free. If you want to join okay. our Patreon and we'll do the same thing and start to speculate about random shit, then go over there and join it, and we'll do like a gossip. Yeah. I mean, I'm obsessed with celebrity gossip anyway. If I can get you charles into celebrity gossip i'd love to do like hot takes celebrity gossip over on patreon okay. Okay. <laughs> because but, yeah we'll, we'll do that we'll do that okay. but yeah that's a tease if you want to hear us talk um, a little, talk a little let's what? go back to cherry falls okay 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 but but first but what what i can say is that um i think that a, a lot of the songs that people think are about, about tom hilson are actually about other people oh other celebrity relations yes yes oh cool okay i kind of want to okay I'm, yeah yeah okay. yeah now i'm gonna have to know all right so back to cherry falls also i'm gonna do that poll on the insta the fashion grunt instagram because there's more people over there about if you want us to do the britney murphy documentary that's always my first thing uh so yeah i i think i mentioned earlier i've never seen it the movie beyond clueless that we reviewed over on patreon uh is about a ton of different uh, you know, movies in this vein, kind of like everything we cover, really. If you're at all a fan of this podcast, you should go watch that film because it's like a really cool documentary. There's a clip of Cherry Falls in that. And it was one, there are a few movies in that that I need to write down because there's some that are obscure that I've never seen yeah. before. And this was um, one of them. And I was like, oh, what is that movie? So this is also featured in that. So yeah, it's really, really cool. My my only like high level thought about it, I wrote, this reminds me of like a failed River Riverdale plot line that became a <laughs> lifetime movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. because it feels very like kind of sort of river the way Riverdale is 
shot mm-hmm. nowadays. Like it kind of reminds me of that vibe. And every season Riverdale has kind of like a like a big bad, almost like mm-hmm. a Buffy. Like oh, you know, there's really? like a big okay. villain. Yeah, because there's always kind of like this main thing they're trying to get at at the end of the season. Like the first one is like who killed the brother. Right. And of course, like you find that out, but then you find out a little bit more. And then the ne- there's like some weird, like the black hood killer. Yeah. Almost like scream. And then they kind of like figure out who it is at the end. So this kind of reminds me of that, except for the fact that like he's killing virgins. Yeah. But I feel like a serial killer would be on a show like Riverdale. Cause it's like dark and kind of teeny and like high school. Like you got this elements, but this is like a little bit ratcheted up because it's kind of like, it's a satire and i think it's really funny because it's so ridiculous yeah like I, um, the plot is insane i do sort of love like a multi-generational plot that like involves a killer trying to get even with the parents by killing their children oh um, yes that is that is actually a good yeah a good layer yeah um there's also this movie that kind of want to see called uh called ma that uh, i think has octavia spencer in it oh yeah yeah i've seen the trailer for that yeah and i think it's directed by the same guy who did the help because i think like they lived they lived together in a house in in los angeles and they've just been friends for for a long time but i think it's sort of like this kind of thing where like something horrible happened to her character in high school and she's sort of like taking it out on like her on like the children of her, of her friends now so oh yeah shit. yeah anyway no that's cool that is really yeah. cool. i, I yeah. forgot about that element i also like that that element was also in like scream 2 where it was yeah. like billy's mom who mm-hmm. was taking revenge on on nev and yeah and um, I, yeah. I, I, or sydney god yeah, and good. i i guess even more so in like scream 3 like just what happens up. in scream three that's one with that, noel <laughs> that's the one where like you find out noel is sydney's half brother and like, oh that's her, right her mom yeah. came to los angeles and had a brief like acting career her unquote. mom was busy oh can yeah the, can we get the maureen prescott uh prequel <laughs> that that i feel like sharon stone should be maureen prescott i mean how can she not be like, <laughs> she has to be <laughs> right like she just has to be yeah yeah i just yeah i just <laughs> Like, why are we not getting that? Of course. What was it? It was in the first movie that Billy says, like, your mom flashed her shit all over town. Like, she was Sharon Stone or something. <laughs> and he was like, let's face it, your mother was no Sharon Stone. <laughs> That's rude. Especially now that we know that she was wanted to be an actress. That means she, like, really fucking sucks. That was that was a deep burn. Yeah. Deep burns, too. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, there are a lot of really weird... Uh, lines and quotes which we'll we'll get to i also wrote a little too much hymen talk for me and i am a woman (laughs) and i was a little uncomfortable with the amount of times that hymen was mentioned (laughs) it was quite a lot and kind of in a strange way too i mean to be perfectly honest lauren i don't actually know what a hymen is (laughs) oh my god well i mean not to get too graphic you should look oh you should look it up on urban dictionary oh well i mean i i mean i i I, i've like had one of those like awkward like things where i'm just like you know what i am gonna look up the word vagina and figure it all out now just so i can get it out of the way (laughs) (laughs) oh my Um. god um yeah there's a really uh like kind of awkward line about it and i guess knowing so much of what we know now i was like so i guess like the age of consent is not an issue if they're all like 16 
Yeah, I guess it's cool. Or 17, and I guess cops guard sex parties. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to live in that world? <laughs> I mean, Cherry Falls, Virginia, too, which I thought was hilarious because we're kind of near where they shot this and this takes place. Yeah. So I find that uh, really funny. Uh, the cast here is Brittany Murphy. Hey. Jay Moore, which I, where is he now? Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. He, he, he was, he, I, I know him most from like Jerry Maguire, I guess. I know um, him from Go because he was dating that's right, Wolf. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Where is he? I don't know. I um I always liked him. Yeah, I really um, like him too. Or I, guess I also I, say I always thought I liked him, but um I'm waiting for an episode to be dropped that you know that you know suggests that you know he like kills kittens and you know <laughs> likes likes to beat up puppies. So. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um yeah i mean i literally like don't meet your idols that's why the other day when my friends was like you should have like someone like famous on your podcast i was like i honestly don't want to talk about anything with anyone because <laughs> i'm probably going to find out something and and i i just can't i, I don't want to meet my idols at this point i i i know nothing and i prefer to kind of be in the dark yeah. <laughs> but then i also kind of don't because i'm like oh wait i don't want to like this i don't want to support this <laughs> like if yeah. <laughs> if it's not something really like harmless if it's something kind of crazy then i don't want to support this or you know it's just kind of it's kind of fucked yeah um michael bean i guess is how you say his name he's the sheriff yeah, jesse so, bradford is um, that his name michael bean yeah so um he was in the original terminator um oh like, the first one i haven't seen the first yeah one. so he like played this the like human soldier who came back from the future to protect like teenage sarah connor um oh. or linda hamilton and then um i, th- I think like the uh, other movie he's no- most known for is the sequel to alien um another where, thing i have to watch which is uh which is called aliens um and <laughs> um, <laughs> the sequel to alien called aliens <laughs> um and he like plays kind of a tough kind of mar- marine you know kind of like er- army ranger and um you know he gets like splattered with acid and it's very sexy um, i was and- waiting for the moment to be attracted to him in this movie and it just like didn't happen <laughs> yeah um just, like I, I was like oh okay you're like age appropriate like almost like the riverdale cop who's like insanely hot but like i was like uh the one before skeet Ulrich, who's also hot but mm. Um, but I was like, uh, no, you're still just kind of weird. I don't like it. Oh, and then later I'm like, thank God, because <laughs> you're a fucking rapist. So like, thank God there was never that moment that like you seem charming at all. Um, and then he was also in this, in, in this movie called Havoc where like, Anne Hathaway. Don't, no, no, <laughs> no, we're fucking not talking about the fucking joke that is Havoc. Someone, someone I think commented and like no disrespect to that, whoever that person was on Instagram. Cause like, do you, but like, they were like, oh, you should cover, ha- cover Havoc. And I, I think they wrote it in like an answer and I didn't respond to it. That movie is so fucking bad. I like can't even handle it. And it has, it's like Wes Anderson level bad because it has an amazing cast. And yeah. you're just like, 
what like Channing Tatum what like this is no <laughs> Bijou Phillips why are you playing the same character again <laughs> like again I mean like, you literally are the same person I mean in I mean in defense of this movie I actually was able to watch the entire thing from beginning to end which is uh, I've seen it like nice six and... times yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate watch it and I love to hate watch it because it's fucking awful like should we should I do a hate watch series like if there is going to be a hate watch series it's definitely I will do half because i'm gonna i'm gonna take a note on that now maybe that'll be another series for patreon if you care and you want to hear me hate talk i think that could be interesting and it might just be good just to like you know get some rage out i kind of need to get it out and it means it's nothing personal to any actors it's just the entire project yeah no okay i'm I'm writing it down okay maybe date maybe hate watch havoc okay (laughs) this is this is where we are i i i told uh i recorded an episode that you will hear in the future last night because it's not uh it's not halloween uh, themed we're doing sleepy hollow next week for actual halloween but um but yeah so i'm doing cool world which everyone that's on amazon right now go listen to it so you'll have seen it so i was doing it with my friend peter then it was the first time we like did an episode outside of the four people Mm -hmm. that i usually do this with so i was like oh my god i don't know if he like maybe he's like secretly a wes anderson fan i am happy to report that he is not a massive fan (laughs) so i was like oh my god thank god okay i was like all right i can breathe now so and i was like fuck you french dispatch i'm gonna say it in every episode i do not want to hear i'm gonna mute it on everything i love to hate it and i kind of want to do like a hate series so hate havoc would be kind of perfect because it's dog shit but i've seen it so many goddamn times yeah i know it's great you know what i mean um yeah so he's wait well who is he in havoc well i think he plays anne hathaway's father oh yeah the one that she's like really inappropriately dressed at his office yeah yeah, i was like is this your dad he also (laughs) is an inappropriate dad in this film as well oh my god oh god did you pick up on that some of these scenes were so painful to watch i was like please don't call him daddy anymore Brittany murphy oh my god it like i mean i i i've never I mean, I, I I guess I can't. I I, I was gonna say that I've never thought the word "daddy" could sound so sinister. But so sinister. It's just like I'm just like I am calling my parents by their first names for the rest of my life from now on. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah. It was like I, I was wondering if anyone, if any, if you picked up on that. I, I have that as oh, one yeah, of my no, notes. I, I was I like, uh, I wrote dad stepdad or daddy question mark (laughs) like what's going on here i don't know what's what's going on here um so that's michael bean jesse bradford where did he go fucking romeo and juliet swim fan why is this guy not like a bigger deal oh yeah and we got like baby face jesse bradford making out and like a hot car scene before he gets butchered which is kind of cool five minutes i thought he was gonna like be in the goddamn movie i know (laughs) i was very disappointed i was disappointed almost at the level i was disappointed in drew barrymore and scream although that was an iconic opening i was disappointed that it wasn't gonna be drew barrymore because they kind of pitched it because she was like the main cover Mm mm-hmm in the poster so i think it kind of pitched it as if she was like the main character like the main girl and i was initially disappointed but then i was like oh cool because i didn't really know nev campbell yeah and i was like oh cool and then i was like oh wait they're both in the craft together oh wait he likes to play this role oh is that him oh i'm waiting for a rotted episode on skeet Ulrich. i'm just (laughs) um i know there's probably something there um i mean allegedly who knows but i just feel like everyone I, i really want one on like the toxic like dawson's creek set 
Oh, like, I know cool. they did one on One Tree Hill, but I don't know that well enough. I'm like, can you do one on like Buffy or like yeah. fucking Dawson's well, Creek? Like, there's a lot of shit there. Well, they well they talk about Joss of Fair Mountain in like the One Tree Hill episode. Just oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Of, it's like, like CW. Yeah, yeah, it's like the um, CW show. Um, yeah, God, Hollywood's a fucking dangerous place, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, Candy Clark, Gabriel Mann, who is in. Oh, wait, hold on. Sidetrack. I was looking up Jesse Bradford. The last thing he was in was he was in one episode of the Magnum PI series in 2019. So he hasn't really done anything as, okay. of, as of late. He was in a show called Shooter in 2017. He was in a few episodes of a show called Outlaw. Huh. Nine episodes of The West Wing. So he hasn't really worked that much, but he's kind of sort of like back and forth in different films. But yeah. I kind of thought he would have been a bigger deal. Was he the character who like fucked up and didn't get leo his pedex message in the room yes. juliet remake yeah so oh, that's where he's in bring it on yeah that's right <laughs> yeah he did he is the one he's balthazar right oh, that his yeah. name balthazar Ugh, i just want to punch him right? or, i mean i love I, mean, Jesse I, Bradford. I just want to punch balthazar <laughs> i know right yeah oh and swim fan that's another oh, God, one that we that definitely have to do um that's i think that's on the the forward flash i think that's like oh two Okay. It seems like an O2 kind of movie, like around yeah. that time. Um, okay, Gabriel Mann, what is he is he's the one that plays the boyfriend, Kenny. He yeah. isn't something I just saw. So I, I felt like a bunch of I felt like I um a lot of the actors in this movie, I, they look so familiar, but I couldn't place where I'd seen them before. Okay, um, DJ Qualls is in there. Isn't that his yes. name? DJ yes. Qualls. And also the guy who is like his friend and sidekick. He is the guy that played Kenny in Dawson's Creek that Abby Morgan was mean to. Oh. She was like partners with him on some oh. kind of like science project in Dawson's Creek, like season two. Oh. And okay. yeah, they were partners and he was like the nerd, like the annoying nerd in, in that show. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel Mann is in uh, like six episodes of Ray Donovan. Like he's in a lot of TV shows. He is uh, a Mar- in the Marvel universe as a voice. He's in the What If series. Oh. Uh, he's in Bat Batwoman. Plays like Tommy in that Revenge. He does a lot. Of, I think voice acting. He's in Mad Men. He's in a lot of shit. I've seen this guy. Okay, cool. Kind of around Born Identity. Um. Oh my God, Summer Cat. Shut up. That movie with like Jessica Biel and like is it fucking Freddie Prince Jr.? I think it is. It's oh. really bad. He's like a baseball player. It's like a really, it's like from 2001 cool. or something. Like that. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, yeah, so he's in some stuff. Okay. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> so funny. And let's see Natalie Ramsey, Douglas Spain, Michael Weston, who's in, you know, Michael Weston. He is in, um, if anyone out there watches, SVU. He's Olivia Benson's brother in Law and Order SVU. Oh. He was in Garden State. Oh, he, oh! Does he, he was the cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, he was most recently in a show called A Million Little Things that was on ABC. Uh, he like consistently works in like TV and somewhat in movies, and I think he might be friends with Zach Braff because he was in that other movie that Zach Braff did. Wish I, I was here. Yeah. So yeah, he's pretty cool. He's in Scrubs too, so I'm pretty sure he's like friends with. Zach Braff. Oh, he was also in Six Feet Under. He's the guy that robbed David in that oh. band. Remember who like tortured yeah, him? Yeah, 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 
yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that episode know. is still so hard to watch. That that episode is crazy. <laughs> crazy. Like, especially the way it starts out. Mm-hmm. Because it, like, you really have no idea what's about to happen. And you just think that he's this casual guy. And it just turns so far left so fast. Yeah. Oh, God. Such a great yeah. show, too, if oh. anyone out there. <laughs> Wants an old show to watch, Six Feet Under. Um, and then Karam Malici Sanchez, who is Timmy, uh, Jody, Brittany Murphy's best friend, who is in also a lot of shit. Like, let me see. What is it? What is it? That was I he in Never Been Kissed? Because I thought. Was he? Or I don't know. Maybe I'm worrying about that. But I know I've seen him in stuff before. It says he's in American History X, but I don't remember him in that. Oh, huh. He's in Buffy. He's in the movie uh, or in the episode Earshot, the one where she hears like this the school shooter. Oh, oh! I think he plays like that. Um, like the guy at the news at, at like the student newspaper. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like think that he's like about to kill people. He's like, no, I just was writing a bad review about Dingo's Eight Mile Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, what's his name? Oz's band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was also a voice on the Care Bears. <laughs> so really? Fucking awesome. Yeah, and Garbage Pail Kid. So that's really cool. cool. Um, but yeah, he's been in a lot of random stuff. Um, I don't know who he was in American History X. It says Chris. I'm like, who oh. is that? uh <laughs> drive me crazy remember that movie he's in that yeah. the one with uh melissa joan hart yeah yeah um <laughs> that was um i mean that was a movie that was made <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess to put it mildly um he's in like two episodes of true blood but i've only seen that once so i don't remember okay. but yeah he's in some random things here and there so yeah that's all about the cast uh behind the scenes uh did you find anything I have a couple things. Oh, okay. Um, What'd you find? So Rotten Tomatoes, um, this has possibly the widest range or discrepancy between critics and audience score that I've seen. Um, oh, not but, until um, you see Cool World. It got 4%. Really? Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. Um, so critics gave this movie 59%. Audience gave it 32 I know. That's crazy. Yeah. That um, critics liked it more than the audience. Um, and um, and uh, apparently this movie was not released in U.S. theaters, which kind of makes sense. Because, I mean, I feel like I was kind of... Um, like, I, I like I felt like I was pretty in tune with, like, what was playing in, like, the movie theaters around, two, around 2000-ish. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't have run to the theater to see a film about virgins just getting slaughtered that was not your thing um it would it probably hit a little too close to home (laughs) 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 yeah that's true that's funny just like fucking uh i love that also in clueless ty was a virgin who couldn't drive (laughs) she actually wasn't a virgin actually in that one but i love that she made that statement and then later on Brittany murphy said when i filmed that i actually was a virgin who couldn't (laughs) drive she's like that was what was really funny about it was that i was saying it like i was so experienced but i wasn't (laughs) and i was like alicia silverstone made the crush i think she was all right yeah yeah she she made that like what two years before and she was like like 16 or some shit like yeah we need to do like a deep dive in the early cinema of alicia silverstone because <laughs> she she has done some doozies and so has shannon doherty yeah shannon doherty did this movie called like fuck i don't know what it's called but it's about like 
she meets this guy out of jail and she kind of like takes off on the back of his bike. <laughs> I think it was like, yeah. And it was like Antonio Sabato Jr. Or like some like random hot dude from the nineties. I, I have to find this out now. Oh, okay. Wow. Keep going because I, I need to like search this out and find out what the name of this movie is. You know, I'm starting to think that, um, I, I think we might've talked about when we talked about Heather's, but I'm starting to think that maybe Shannon Jordy was not the problem on 90210. <laughs> 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 um yeah i mean because she went and did charmed yeah yeah you know what um, i mean and like there was i think I, there, i've heard allegedly there was some friction there on the set and i don't think it was all shannon put it that way i know and um i've also heard that sir michelle geller sir michelle geller and her are like pretty good friends now and so i just find it hard to believe that sir michelle geller would have a bad taste in people so I yeah mean, she's you know. literally a fucking angel yeah i know like, don't tell me otherwise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, they're like, I'm telling. I'm. They better. I'm. 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 I'm warning them if they do a, a podcast about Sir Michelle Keller. Like, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't take it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hide it from my feed because she is a literal angel. And like, don't tell me otherwise. Like, don't tell I, me otherwise. Um, this is um completely random, but I listened to the episode they did about Jennifer. Lopez um and I love the recent how, one about how we like don't know anything yeah <laughs> about all how a lie <laughs> um, um I mean I, I I suppose it's not that scandalous but apparently like you aren't apparently she's like a uh like a wild wolf and you aren't allowed to make eye contact with her <laughs> I've so, heard that about a lot of celebrities really okay. yeah like apparently that's like kind of a common thing it's just I like, don't know why. It's just like, I, you don't get to control my eyes. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, what are you going to do if you find, like, I've made eye contact? Would they, like, throw you off the set and be like, you're fired. You looked at her. <laughs> what um oh side note that movie is called jailbreakers and the just it's from 94 we are definitely gonna do it oh my god and incredible and the description is a 1950s high school cheerleader develops a taste for rebellion after she falls for a motorcycle riding hoodlum it's Hot dog amazing and i think there's some kind of like it's definitely i have also dubbed uh, a series that i'm gonna like put all of the films that we've covered into a, a giant list mm. and the ones that I, and I've just noticed we've done a ton of movies about like road movies or people are escaping. That's going to be called on the road and on the run. Oh. <laughs> and this is definitely going to go in there. Thelma Louise will be another one. California is another one, like natural born killers. Like there are a lot of nineties on the run felon road movies. Yeah. This is another one. That's great. Uh, Mad love a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're yeah. not felons, but they like, took off and apparently got an apartment, but go listen to that episode <laughs> if you want to hear our thoughts about that. Um, great movie. But Jailbreakers, yeah, it's so fucking dumb, but it's great. Like, That's great. It's great, yeah. We're doing Gunplay, too, another On the Road and On the Run. Is that, <laughs> is that, the, is that the Drew uh -huh. Barrymore one? Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to do that. That one's on the, on the docket to do pretty soon. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited. Maybe we should do, like, November should be our on the road and on the run series. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just do all this kind of movies and stuff. That'll be cool. Um, yeah. So keep going on your behind the scenes. Oh, um, that's it. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have basically a lot of that same information. Okay. The budget of this was $14 million. It was shopped at Cannes in 99 and got picked up for cinema releases, but the censors kind of got in the way and that's what relegated this to a TV movie. So this movie is technically a TV movie that was on USA Network that premiered 
October 20th of 2000. It was released in theaters in Europe and UK in August of that year. Oh, wow. Okay. 2000. And it actually did really well because apparently they can take better movies than we can. I don't know why they like fucking censor everything. That's crazy. I, so, yeah. I, I have to say, USA played some really good movies like back around like, you know, the turn of the century like so did um like tv movies on like nbc yeah and yeah like like there's there are a few that i love there's one called born into exile with mm-hmm. uh mark mark paul gosler and what the fuck is that girl's name it's not hillary swank but she looks like her i think her name's like gina something and they like run away to la like they're from the small town and they like run away to la and they're like on the run and like they have to like work at um a random restaurant and the guy like harasses her and they start running drugs like it's one of those like you know it's like an up and down movie but it's so good and they had another one with jenna von oy and hillary swank where it's about this cheerleader who died at this sorority like in college cool and it's it's they're usually on like lifetime now they have like not without my daughter mm-hmm. um you know like the classic ones uh was it what's the tori spelling one uh M- mother may i sleep with danger yeah yeah that's right <laughs> um and isn't there a podcast that does like lifetime movies like that's a yes. whole other genre of the I, um i believe there's an entire podcast dedicated to life to lifetime movies called M- mother may i sleep with podcast oh shit okay that's a whole other like realm of tv because it's su- like yeah. the tv movie is such an interesting genre because it's just shot different it's just the way it's censored the pace of it because mm-hmm. it's just on tv um that would probably be like an exploration on patreon or eventually if we're doing this 10 years from now that probably yeah. is going to be what we're end up covering because um, we won't have anything else to cover do you remember when fox used to show their their own movies because mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. a there was a movie with uh, Mia Peoples and Isai Morales, and what? it like took place in the future, and it was about two people who were in sort of this like uh, kind of like uh, deconstructed prison where there like weren't any bars, but like they had these like uh, neck collars and like, like face off. Yeah, yeah, and um, like there weren't there weren't any like bars or like cells or anything, but they crossed a certain lines and like. Um, the, their neck co- collars would explode and their their heads would be blown off, and so they were able to escape because Isai Morales was basically a like super tech savvy for 1994, and so um, he was able to wire the neck collar. So instead of like um, being tied to the sensor that was in like the central part of the prison, the neck collars were tied were like connected to each other. So they were able to escape just as long as they stayed within like a hundred feet of each other. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what's uh, it called? I don't remember. It was, um, there's gotta be a website that has like a comprehensive list of like nineties and eighties, like TV movies. Yeah. American TV. Like that's something I have to look into. Cause I feel like that's, such an interesting thing i also have to say that i found archive.org which is this massive database of old archive tv shows airings of uh just random things it's a massive database and i found so many things on there i found copies of like and you can stream them there and it's it's a government like a government funded website it's just like an archive it's like having like a public archive and you can use it for archival reasons or whatever and it's yeah it's on there it's really interesting so they have like you know essays they have video files photos whatever they have old airings of mtv 
like oh, MTV oh, documentaries, like five-hour blocks of the VMAs um, from, um, from various years. It's really cool. So I'm going to look on there, too, because they might have a database of TV movies. Like, they're kind of one of those – it's kind of one of those websites you kind of have to, like, go into and, and look through. But it's it's cool. I think it's connected to, like, the Library of Congress. It's really I heard cool. I if you um, if you go to the Museum of Television and Radio in Los Angeles, that they basically have everything that was ever aired on U.S. television, like, ever. So, the, oh, like, wow. I think that you can actually go and, like, watch stuff there. Um, oh wow and i think they literally have like everything <laughs> so damn yeah that's so cool yeah that's so fucking cool yeah it's um i'm just reading now about the internet archive it's like an it's just called the internet archive and they have uh it's like a non-profit that builds a digital library of the internet and other cultural artifacts Cool. So yeah, it's really fucking cool. So check that out if you want to look for random shit. I'm going to check there for these TV movies because they're so hard to find. I think some people actually do sell them on those DVDs, like the ones you can make. Uh-huh. There are a few places that you can buy kind of like the bootleg version of it. But I mean, it's like through a personal person who's made it, I guess. Oh, um, so I found the title of that movie. It's called It's called Deadlocked, Escape from Zone 14. Wow. <laughs> Is it like str- like... Are those, they should be streaming somewhere. Yeah. Like Amazon or some shit. Like some streamers should just buy all of them. No. And that way we can just have them. I feel like that would be so cool. Wait, Deadlocked Escape from what? Zone 4? Uh, Escape from Zone 14. Oh, Zone 14. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. What other behind the scenes do I have? Oh, they filmed it in Richmond, Warrington, Petersburg, and Dinwiddie. <laughs> Virginia. Really? <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? That it's supposed to take place in Virginia, which I find really funny how they mentioned, like, we're going to West Virginia. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, that's right. They're in, like, I guess, Western Virginia. I think it's yeah. not that far, which I thought was really funny. Uh, the IMDb score is 5.2 out of 10. Which I I mean, kind of, that's kind of respectable, I'd say. Yeah, it's like half. Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of like a polarizing movie. It seems like a lot of people love it. And there are tons of podcast episodes on it, which I didn't listen to because I didn't want it to taint our thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. But I will after we record. But but I was like, oh, my God, this is so crazy that I didn't even know about this. Like, I need to go through some giant list of every movie that was ever released that year. <laughs> Just like <laughs> make up. I mean, like, I'm probably going to find so many B movies that these actors that I really like are in, you know? Yeah. Like, Brittany Murphy did uh, Spun, one of my favorite movies ever. Mm. Um, she's in... I mean, that's, like, two years after this. But I kind of figured that I knew a lot about her indie work, but I guess I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? When did she do this? Um, it was filmed in 30 days, which was kind of tight for this ser- for this set, and it led to kind of production and budget issues. And they said the set felt really tense. Oh, really? Yeah, which I thought was kind of interesting, yeah. Um, The orgy scene at the end was supposed to be under a white sheet, which (laughs) sounded really strange. And I guess the director... Oh, I I don't think I mentioned Jeffrey Wright is the director, or Joffrey Wright, actually. uh, Written by Ken Seldon. The show is written by Ken Seldon. And, yeah, I guess the director wanted to shoot it nude. So they shot it... They shot a lot more of it, but it was cut to avoid an X rating. I was like what like okay i I mean i guess yeah i mean that makes sense because then no one would fucking see it i mean Um, and this was just troubled by censors from the start as you can i mean it seemed like they were always going to like the censors were always going to like fuck with it so they probably should have just like shot it you know but i guess it's hard to know that (laughs) so i wish i still want disturbing behavior director's cut 
Mm, like that's yeah, apparently that's cool. an entirely different movie and they like the sensors and the studios and stuff fuck it up like yeah. always it's so annoying uh yeah that's all i got for behind the scenes cool so fashion do you have any fashion notes oh gosh um let's see um louise frogley is the fashion uh or costume designer on this one okay um i'm trying to think um if, um the watching the the clothes people were wearing was just like whoa <laughs> like, no it was kind of cool though it was really like dark and autumn-y yeah yeah um i'm trying to think i like um i like uh jody's friend the one the um the i think he's supposed to be like the effeminate gay man <laughs> timmy yeah <laughs> yeah timmy um who who i uh, think think like he uh like greets her when she gets to school he's like hey have you heard and he's like what (laughs) and um then he proceeds to like chastise her for not being um up up like up up to snuff on current events (laughs) so um and he was wearing sort of that like uh sort of that it was sort of like a white polka dot like jacket i guess i think it was like leopard oh okay okay um and then um there was a uh, there was that girl who like um, verbally attacked that guy in the cafeteria because he told everyone everyone that like she had given him a Hummer, and so uh, <laughs> then like the killer later um, you know conf- like um, you know approaches her at her home and she's wearing like she's I think she's wearing like two or th- like two tank tops on top of each other. And sort of those long kind of like uh, oh, Lisa, yeah. they, they sort, sort I don't know if this is a good description, but they sort of remind me of like Lisa Bonet pants that she like wore in like the opening credits of the Cosby show. Yes. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, you're right. The like harem pants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I personally liked Britney's like, you know, um, like uh, the outfit she was, was wearing when like the shit went down when, you know, like she, which time, um, well, oh yeah, I, I guess there are multiple times. Um, For, like I, multiple times that she's like <laughs> screaming, running for her life. I mean, I, I thought the outfit she, she was wearing when she was attacked in, in, in the school was great. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I have that written down. I, she has like a denim jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a dress on. It's when she goes to see the teacher and she has a boots on. Yeah. This is like really thick, clunky boots, which look really cool. Oh, God. The conversation with that teacher was like so humiliating to watch. So, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> like, he is the worst drag queen. <laughs> like, like I, I was just like, oh, it's him? Oh, I was like bummed it wasn't a woman. I was hoping I it was going to be like Rebecca Gayhart style, like urban legend. I think they really miss out on having so many male slashers. Yeah. Because like the fact when you have a woman be the slasher, it's just so much more unexpected. So they should have made it dressed like a man and then revealed that it was actually a woman. Yeah. And it should have been the actual woman. Yeah. Like they didn't. So I guess you don't really find out what happened to the actual woman. You just saw her like she was there while he was creeping around her house. Like fucking. Well, I think that was him dresses her. No, I thought that was actually her. I Okay. So I, I might be wrong. I thought that was him. Oh, was it? Yeah. So wait, where is she then? That's his mom. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Did he like kill her? 
I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I guess she will. I, I, I guess like she was super abusive towards him. So maybe. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. God. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Um. Oh, and then I oddly liked her. Um, her like horrible boyfriend's outfit when like he actually manages to do something right and like saves her. <laughs> oh, Kenny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know it's really funny. Yeah, his outfit's okay. He's very like he's very like late nineties guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like the layer, the like I haven't gotten like out of grunge yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm, but I'm like transitioning into like Abercrombie. Yeah. But I but I haven't gone there yet. Or like polo. But I haven't like quite gone there yet. <laughs> so funny. I love Jody's hair. Oh yeah. I yeah. love her hair. I love the short bangs. Like I do you think that's a wig? I don't think so. I, do you I, think? I, I suppose it could be. I honestly did not recognize Brittany Murphy for the first like tw- 20 minutes. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. When you said that, you were like, I don't know who's Brittany Murphy. I was like, I, how did you not tell when she was in the car looking exactly like she looked in Girl Interrupted? <laughs> <laughs> like, she looked like she cut her own hair with like yeah. kitchen scissors. Like, she looked like. I, and at first, when I when I saw the first scene and she's in the car, like making out with her boyfriend, and the way that he was like, so we're not like gonna fuck so I'm, we're I, like you're done and the way she was looking at him i was like she's the killer she better be <laughs> like because this is this is some shit like yeah this is not gonna be how like that she's gonna be treated like this is not gonna be a sydney prescott situation no. we are we are gonna like we're gonna fight back and then i was like okay and then her fucking slutty ass mom like comes up what she's like the hell is that do you have a <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck i was like what is this shit when like, <laughs> when i turn 75 that's how i'm going to talk to sound sexy <laughs> it was literally just like hey like she sounded like Anna Nicole when Anna Nicole yeah. was like killed out. She was like, "Do you like my body? Do like, you want she was- some money?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love Anna Nicole. Like she's another one that we really need to like. Oh God, if only it was like a Britney situation and we could have like gotten her out. I know before it was too late because like I loved her and I thought she was like a comedic genius. Oh yeah, I, I, I honestly I, think that she's so underestimated and people think she's like whatever people think of her. I her show, if you want to fucking laugh, that show is gold. Yeah, Anna Nicole's yeah, uh, show that she had on in the two thousands, it was fucking hilarious and it was she was just so willing to make fun of herself, mm-hmm. which just made it so good. I mean. Well, who was was she at like someone's roast? Was that Pamela Anderson's roast? Oh, I don't know. Was it Anna Nicole or was it like Courtney Love? I know where was the one where Courtney Love was like tanked? Yeah. <laughs> was that fuck it's the one where she started screaming that she was sober like she was like and everyone's like uh you're not like it's okay, just you're not, you know. I forgot who's I think it was Pam Anderson's roast. Okay. Okay. Have you ever seen the Pam Anderson Rose? I um I saw a I saw a clip where B. Arthur read a um passage. <laughs> She's so good, yeah. I um where uh B. Arthur read read a few passages from from Pam's book. Oh my god, yeah. Was... I love Pam Anderson. Um if you and if you love Pam Anderson, you will kind of sort of hate Tommy Lee because yeah. it was a hot mess. Did you listen to that episode about Pam and Tommy? No, no. Oh my god. It's on Dunzo. Oh, listen. okay, cool. It's crazy. Uh, I love him, Anderson. She's so cool. Uh, yeah. God, what a fucking yeah. Okay. Uh, back to fashion. 
Yeah, her hair I thought was kind of a hot mess, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. And I love that she always had red lipstick on. Mm. Like throughout most of the movie. And I she very much had the quality uh personality of her character in Girl Interrupted. Yeah. So it's yeah. like right after that. Like I I I mean, I I guess she does grow, but like I got sort of frustrated watching her um like for the first like 45 minutes because her character seems so weak and like yeah. has that I mean, it, it's not her. It's not. It's not her fault. But she has that very like weird relationship with 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 her dad that seems like yeah, domineering that's... and like kind of like borderline yeah. questionable. Uh, so <laughs> no borderline. It's we're questioning and we're yeah. going to get to it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to question how we're going to question that. Um, I think we covered basically everything. At the end, she has this like lace overlay dress with this purple thing underneath it which i thought was super like 99 was that when her her and her mom were talking to the fbi yes okay yeah yeah yeah. and then she has uh at the end when they both just say nothing (laughs) just like pretend like nothing ever happened (laughs) which i thought was really funny um and i also want to see like what happens next yeah like this seems like one of those movies that they did a really bad sequel to Mm -hmm. like that had no one in it from the original yeah. Which I'm actually, I don't know if I mentioned this. I mentioned it like in real life. I don't know if I mentioned it on the pod, but I'm going to do a theme series. I think me and Mike are going to do one where we cover three really bad sequels to oh, 90s cool. movies and to huh. see like how bad they hold up. So I think we're going to do like Ginger Snaps 2 and like Cruel Intentions, uh, like American Psycho, Poison Ivy, like, and just kind of talk about like how weird they are. Oh, like if they have anything to do yeah so that'll be cool so uh this seems like a movie that would have one of those straight to dvd sequels yeah um because i could just tell like it would show the mom and and uh the girl and jody like moving on and moving to another town and then like this happening again yeah and then her being like what the fuck i thought we killed him and it's like the woman now yeah like you know like something like that like that would just be really easy to do but i guess it was riddled with (laughs) censors yeah (laughs) i guess that that's the issue there um cool also i said that timmy's makeup was very like y2k like it was very much like at at the turn of the century there was like the emphasis on like silver and Mm -hmm. those face jewels that like gwen stefani and stuff would wear um so yeah it's very much like it's yeah it's very much like that it, um, it, I thought it was really, really funny. I uh, remember that uh, Jason from Real World Boston always used to put on like eyeshadow when he <sighs> went so out, hot. and um, he like he like had that he had that nose ring and those like oh. simple gold chains, and he always kind of spoke spoken like a gruff voice, and... and he had like the chain wallet. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they were like kind of baggy. He used to wear like Docs, and he wore those like V neck striped, really like mid nineties, mid to late nineties sweaters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and, he was like super sensitive from like Colorado. Yeah, and you could tell he just had like had all sorts of emotional problems, and, and he totally wrote <laughs> poems about you. Yeah, <laughs> about like how he would like literally kill himself for you. Um, we yeah. went to school with a guy that had this very same persona that we will not obviously name his name because he probably was listening to this. Who the fuck knows? But we went to high school with a guy that was totally like in this vein, like deep tortured looking like wrote a lot had a notebook that he like carried around and was like really like uh like weird about it and but in like an attractive way but you knew there was something dark yeah there you know yeah 
um, kind of the opposite of a Jordan Catalano. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like he was hot, but he was too deep to like really get into. Like he wasn't Jordan that had like really nothing up there. So he was just <laughs> hot and just hung around. Um, yeah, plug Patreon. We're doing uh, my so-called life <laughs> over there. Uh, we didn't get any Jordan last week. It was depressing, but I think we we're oh. we're gonna get some Jordan this week. Cool. Uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, music. There's not too much. I just wrote down a few songs that are listed that are um, played, but I I um, forgot what it's called. I forgot to write it down. I like the song. Um, I was able after a few unsuccessful attempts, I was able to sh- shazam it. But it's a song that's playing during the closing credits. What song is that? I don't remember. Oh shit! Because <laughs> um, I, um, I, 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 I like shazammed it once, and I was like, "No song found." And yeah, so, uh, some of them it said for me, it said "No song found." And then I was, I did it again. I didn't get an answer, and I did it a third time. And I actually got one. So oh shit! Yeah. Um, oh man. I, well, I know garbage sleep together. Oh, in there. Good Charlotte's Little Things. Oh, Good Charlotte. I, good I Charlotte. That. I was listening to their album the other day. That album fucking slaps. Their debut. Mm. So good. Um, Snake River Conspiracy did a cover of that Smith song, How Soon Is Now. Oh, okay. Um, and Drugstore did the song Fader. That's all I really have. Okay. And Walter Warzoa is the music supervisor. Probably did some score. I'm okay. Assuming. Cool. cool. So let's get on to uh, let's get on to the meat and potatoes. Okay. Uh, what are your like first thoughts? What's your first scene? Like, what's your first note that you've got? What were you um, thinking? My first thought, my first note is um, sleepy New England town, and I crossed it out and wrote Vir- Vir- Virginia. Um, <laughs> um, and then mountains. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like fucking mountains. Um, and then I, um, I loved, the, um, actually, um, I, um, a, a lot of the humor in the scene, I didn't really catch the first time, but, um, the scene where like all the kids are like in school and like, they're like, they're like talking with like Mr. Uh, with, with Mr. Marliston about mm-hmm. like, you know, like the, um, you know, about like, um, jesse bradford's death and you know there's there's that girl who's like um i got in a fight with rod in eighth grade and i told him to fuck off and die, die. <laughs> <laughs> they think that like that somehow like it, it, like she's at fault <laughs> like yeah. she feels at fault and because she said that like that's what happened that's i was like cool. well i mean i mean they might have a point i mean she did tell someone to go fuck off and die yeah so. i know <laughs> um <laughs> um um let's see um gosh r r r r r um my first note was just oof jesse bradford and then i wrote yeah. wtf he went so fast i know <laughs> i wrote like i thought he was gonna be in the in the the movie i didn't think he was gonna be the first like the first girl <laughs> yeah like that we thought we knew um i'm trying to think um i um so um i thought like the uh i was, I was uh the scene where she uh encounters the killer like during the pta meeting i thought was like really good mm-hmm. um that was scary i, I wrote it, it's a woman question mark <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> so we thought um and um I, the mark i i wrote was this is a really huge school like <laughs> yeah i think it's i think it's thomas jefferson Oh, okay. Or it's no, no, that's it in the movie. It's George Washington in Richmond, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in Richmond, I think. Yeah. Um, 
And then um, I always get kind of like freaked out when I see like um, when I see like composite sketches of like uh, suspects. Do you um, really? Oh yeah, yeah. And oh wow, um, it's all because of unsolved <laughs> mysteries. So like, why? Because they're like, are they? Do they work though? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think like it depends on like the witness. But I think that like there are some that are like completely off, and some that are like completely like dead on. Wow. Um, but um can I just say watching like um watching a like spooky like uh like face of like a suspected killer flash up on your screen at like 1:30 in the morning and yeah. ha- and have it be narrated by Robert Stack who's like this is the this is the man who Janet said sent her to hell, you know. Oh, I know, right? Like, uh, and it's always like the boyfriend or the I know, husband. I know. Like, <laughs> always or the wife in some cases. It's like always. It's terrible. Um and then I'm trying to think I love um like <laughs> I just love, I love when Jody's mom just bends down at the car and do you have a cigarette for me? <laughs> and like a fur. I'm like, bitch, where were you? And Brittany Murphy looks at right after he's literally said, like, I'm dumping you because you're not going to bone me now. And it's been a year, literally like not 10 seconds after she's like, is this goodbye or good night? The mom is like my body. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fuck? Like what's going on? That's like so. I was like, this movie is. I I was like, I love it because this is so fucking stupid. Like <laughs> I just love it. Um, I um love that uh scene when like um there's like that blonde girl. Who and it looks like she's like giving an impromptu symposium or like a TED talk. Oh, and dude, on the bleachers. Yeah, and she is just like <laughs> dropping sexual truth bombs everywhere, left and right. Yeah, ladies, this is the deal. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> they do not know what they're doing. And I love the quick pan over to the guys just smoking weed in a truck, being like, "Yeah, we're all gonna get laid," like in the most ridiculous <laughs> way, like. They are, like they're so terrible like she's totally right yeah it's, it's so true yeah i would listen to her podcast yeah i would too like totally i'm like she it is it's like a ted talk is <laughs> like telling them all how it is she's like let me tell you because i am not in any danger of being killed that has passed long ago so i'm gonna tell you like what's going on and really um like i don't know you can tell like she like has been through some shit like yeah, she, she definitely like, has. She, she 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 is she is she is not gonna let drag her down, but she is she's just like I have seen how the hot dogs are made and it is not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you this. <laughs> like, like literally. Um, let me let me give you let me drop some knowledge on you. She should run for president. I know. I, I think she's like the most effective tool for communication that i've ever seen <laughs> i love it um there's a brief scene of like uh britney's mom basically in the kitchen like chugging bourbon from the bottle <laughs> there's so many layers to this <laughs> <laughs> were they together the sheriff and the mom like hey, were I they thought... living in the house together yeah i think so I... the mom was giving me very divorcee vibes <laughs> <laughs> like she did not seem attached at all the mom i mean like, maybe all. they were separated i don't know it don't... felt very like your father ran out on me like with a fucking <laughs> bottle of booze <laughs> like it felt very goldie hahn and first wives club yeah <laughs> that's, that's how it felt 
Um, and then I love her mom's reaction when, um, like, uh, when Jody asks her who Loralee Sher- Sherman is and the way her mom reacts is like the way that I react when my dentist asks me how many times a day I brush my teeth. Like, <laughs> just because she's like, Loralee Sherman, <laughs> who is that? I don't know a person named Loralee Sherman. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and your father doesn't either. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh my god how were we sure that the dad was definitely the dad of that guy i mean i guess we don't because i mean i guess like um where's maury like was yeah the, like a dna test like what i mean i mean i i mean i know i know a lot of people put stock in like eye color but i want to see those test results yeah so. right yeah eye color yeah i don't know if that's an indication yeah i think that that could be but it's a very likely could be a miss though on that part it seems it seems like something that you hear is often like a sign of like what the truth is but you know that's not it's not always that that simple (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) that's true um i'm trying to think um um oh i love i love an old-fashioned like library research montage yes the microfiche (laughs) (laughs) i I wrote down jody scanning microfiche in her spike buffy leather jacket yeah like a long (laughs) trench and then she sees him in like the fucking uh library and like loses her mind yeah she's (laughs) running panicked running through the stacks um libraries freak me out in horror movies I know because well, they're like quiet. I mean, they're always like so like ominous, and dark, and scary. Yeah, and, they're so um, sinister. Like, um, I uh, I never thought I would become this person, but like when I was in college, like I used to go to the library on Friday night and just kind of explore. Oh, um, cool. And just like, um, yeah, because like I used to like to like read like you know about like science and stuff. So like I had mm-hmm. a section about like paleontology, which was really cool. And like they had cool. like actual like academic journal so i could like read you know like oh we did a study about the bite force of you know allosaurus maximus and wow um but um it um and then like they also had these like private viewing rooms where you could like rent a uh room and you know like they usually had like a like a tv with a vcr built into it so i could like so like seductive yeah like like, here's a private room it's like a peep show but it's like for you to fucking watch like a archived like symposium of like jfk yeah that's like what it is i mean i like use it to watch like old episodes of the golden girls oh they had them there well no i like had my own so i just go i just go and use the tv yeah so i just bring my own tapes and then like rent rent out a room so oh wow that's cool um let's see um the (laughs) there are too many um, when we finally get to the glory that is this orgy scene. Um, How disappointing. <laughs> I, mean, like, I was like, what's happening here? This is not um, Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> this is not, this is not I what mean, I was promised. I mean, it's it's not Eyes Wide Shut, but I mean, it wouldn't be because they're all like, you know, 16. So, I mean. Yeah, well, I guess like, they're all like actually like, yeah, they're supposed to be high school, but this is one of those high schools that looks like college. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that they all feel um, like it because the teacher was acting very collegey. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, this is not a high school. Um, there's like a particular scene where like this guy and this girl are like negotiating terms, and she's like, "I want all your CDs." Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, then like there's a scene where like you know this like nerd like asks this hot girl to, to like like sleep with him. And she's like, "All right," and it sort of reminds me of the scene in that movie Project X about 
um, about like that house party yeah. that, that just gets Dude. like totally out of control. Wasn't that the? It wasn't it in Australia. Well, I think it was based on like an actual like event that like in this... Australia, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the original. I've seen the the news clip of the real guy. Oh my god, that is like one of the <laughs> most hilarious I've thing ever seen. Ever seen with the sunglasses, and they keep telling him to take them off, and he's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, great. Sorry about their Aussies. That was not a appropriate Aussie accent, but um, yeah, it's really funny. And they're just like, "Do you feel bad about it?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> skill and like they made a fucking movie about it wait so that happens in project x i have to watch this I still haven't yeah yeah it's um, it, it, you know i have to say uh, it wasn't a movie i thought i would like but i just thought it was really good <laughs> so oh, cool yeah um and then um with the big reveal happens and i underline this three times because mr marlston is the killer <laughs> hey oh my god Jesus. why do i sound like carol channing <laughs> and i also as i wrote i was writing like like uh at the moment level thoughts so one of my moments was um it goes this is like the last like 20 minutes of the movie i go okay so now the cops are guarding the party okay so it's the teacher he's tied up the dad and jody oh my god he's totally the son from the father's rape isn't he holy shit what the actual fuck he just killed the dad and ran through that party <laughs> at the end they don't tell anyone at all lol like literally like the last bit of the movie i was like what the fuck also i found it really funny and strange when they when like the end of a thursday when they found out that there was this pop your cherry ball which is like the name of the this yeah. orgy party and i love that like they the like principal finds this out and he tries to like he gets on the over intercom and pretty much is like do not fuck this weekend <laughs> like, i've heard about this party i'm gonna try to do everything I can to stop it like if I can and I'm like but if you literally knew that there was a killer that was targeting virgins I, and also it, almost a riot erupted after they got let out because I guess the next day was when this party was going to happen yeah and the fucking news covered it in this town like <laughs> and all of these kids were cheering I was like there are a lot of virgins in this school <laughs> like there were a lot of kids cheering there were like 200 kids cheering they were really fucking excited and I was like what there's almost a riot outside of the school i was like this is insanity <laughs> what is this i was like this is crazy i also found it hilarious that um well my first actually my first note was that fight in the cafeteria i was like were those teachers <laughs> they seemed really old <laughs> the ones that were fighting about giving a hummer and i was like wait no that, that's not a teacher I thought they were at first. That was really funny. The girl, okay, the girl who gets tied to the ceiling, but the way she got her door slammed when she opened the door. Yeah. Dude, the way she got her neck, like, fucking almost taken out by that door was intense. Oh, yeah. Because she opens the door and, like, peeks out, and then she's like, boom. Like, it's just closed on her. It was very gory. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, there was a lot of blood and stuff, which is crazy. Okay, let's talk about Jody and Sheriff aka dad oh god okay <laughs> so the first hint of weird i wrote okay so i thought it was kind of strange in the beginning when i didn't really know that he was the dad right away yeah like you know what i mean like they didn't make it clear it was like at that morning that she was coming back from or the morning she woke up and she was gonna go to school and you kind of found out it was the daughter i thought it was like 
I don't know. I just did not. I thought it was like the boyfriend of the mom. Like (laughs) I just did not think that was her actual dad. Then I was like, okay, maybe he's a stepdad. And then I was like, but then she just like the way she like hugged him and she was like, bye daddy. I was like, Oh Oh, God, I don't like this. I wrote weird energy there. So then when he finds out from his job, he's a sheriff. So he finds out about all this. Also when he's asked to go to the scene for Jesse Bradford, he leaves in like the dead of night when he gets there, it's like 7am. So it was like, I know how far was this place? (laughs) That was a weird time edit there. And uh, when he finds out that he's like target, that the killer is somehow targeting virgins because virgin is carved on their person and i guess he sees that they're all virgins and stuff which i thought was really funny um he he's like oh shit like he first of all he goes in like the way he talks to jody in her room and he like asks her like how far she's gone oh my god i her boyfriend i was like can't the mom do this like yeah there is a mom in the house during that scene, I wrote down the I wrote down the phrase, this is my idea of hell. <laughs> right? Like I mean, this is very inappropriate. Yeah, no, like, this is like really weird. Yeah, like um, I, I was like, I mean, I know that I know that it's I don't I know that like it it happens, like if there isn't a, a woman in the house and a father who does have a daughter who is growing up, like has the right to ask, like, are you being safe and like have that mm-hmm. talk? But the way that he asked her and the way he was like, How far have you gone, like base wise? Like no. Yeah. And I think he was like, Can you go further? I'm like, are you asking her to fuck her boyfriend so she won't be killed? Yeah. I mean, it, like, it's really uh... um did you did you ever see the movie Dolores? Claiborne no um so it's based on a Stephen King book and has Kathy Bates in it and it's about a um she like plays sort of a woman who lives on an island in Maine and she sort of tells a story about how she killed her husband because she found out that like he was um not that he I, I think not that he was like molesting her daughter but it was just like slowly moving in that direction it was all conversations like like this you know like but was it her his biological daughter yes yes oh god i mean not um, that either one is one is worse than the other but that's like a whole level of i mean weird yeah i mean uh, i mean it's um it's uh, like uh, I, I can't imagine having to endorse something like this oh. cuz like even watching a like hollywood movie scene about this is like really gross and like sickening and the fact that that was written like that's the thing the fact that that this was written by a man and the fact that it was told to play this way Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because they could have done another take and done it a different way yeah you know like there has to have been it's it's also it's super scary too just because she's like asleep and she like wakes up and he's like sitting on her bed yeah and it's just like it's i was like oh and she has like a stuffed animal like they're trying to make her look young yeah but she's like 17 or 16 or whatever she is like she's not a kid like they and they have that one sequence where she's where she's like they film her from the top and she looks like she's like in bed like but she's wearing like little kid pajamas with like a stuffed animal yeah and and they like zoom up over her i was like she's not nine like she's 16 this is not what a 16 year old looks like it it was that was like super i was like "Mm, this is weird and i can see now why that would be uh, a problem for censors but i'm surprised that that would be included in usa yeah i don't know exactly what was taken out i do know there were some things that were taken out like a lot of the cursing and i think like the orgy scene was basically removed there were some scenes removed for the tv broadcast okay. um but yeah i found that scene definitely like ugh. yeah same and it kind of mm. carried on 
throughout the the movie because it ended up when she was kidnapped and the guy like when when the the teachers gotten tied both of them up Brittany Murphy or, or Jody's on that table like tied with her legs and her arms and then the dad is like on the ground or something like the way that he's just like no don't hurt her like it's weird the way that it's just yeah. delivered and the way that she like runs into him whenever she's like hugging him and stuff it just feels weird yeah, there's also um like it, um there's also that scene where he's like teaching her about self defense. It just got like kind of oh, crazy. that's right, and he falls like on top of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, and she's like not. Isn't she like not? She's wearing like pajamas. I thought she was wearing like a tank top or something. Oh, a tank top. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know it was like revealing too. Yeah, like, it just was kind of weird. That's why he doesn't act like a dad. Yeah, he just, he's not acting in a very like uh non-conference like non-threatening way he's acting in like a very like predatory way it's in like a subtle no it's weird because the relationship they have sort of feels like it's like he's treating her like she is like his girlfriend or his wife and not his his daughter which is just which is just very uncomfortable to watch Mm -hmm. um yeah, the way that she runs to him when the she, the killer's chasing her, mm-hmm. like the way yeah. she's like, "Oh, dad, yeah. dad," and like the way she like runs into his arms, I was like, "Uh, we just don't see him interacting with the wife either." Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. so I think we're we're not even seeing how he reacts to his actual wife, like the mom. It just doesn't seem like a very uh like n- quote unquote normal family dynamic. Like the mom looks yeah. like she was trying to bang the boyfriend. Yeah. Like literally, and she was kind of like, "Oh, he's not—he's leaving you because you won't sleep with him." Like, you better like fucking you know open up, dude. Like, she was all, like <laughs> off her rocker. I kind of love her, but like <laughs> the way that she said I, that um, woman's name, so Laura, I, Laura, whatever, like Sherman. Uh, the way Laura that she Lee was like Sherman. <laughs> no, I don't know Laura Lee Sherman. Why should anyone know Laura Lee Sherman? <laughs> Who's Laura Lee Sherman? Is he even talking about her? Lord Lee Sherman, I don't. Who who's that? Who's that? Sissy Spacek va- vegetable cutting. <laughs> <laughs> Interjected, yeah. Um. Oh God, I also have like, um, the the fact that like, uh, this is also like, I mean, not trigger warning, but it's kind of gross. I, I wrote down. Did her friend Sandy just say the Hyman Holocaust? Was, is that what they refer to the orgy as? <laughs> yes. I was like, um, what? I was like, this is, wow. I, I'm now starting to understand the censors and how yeah. they were like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, who fucking writes that? That is, like, ugh. Ugh. I just, ugh. Also, I thought about right after she survives this, like, near-death experience, um, when she's, like, being chased by the teacher uh, that we don't know as a teacher, but... And I love that she, the next day at school, she's super popular. Uh, yeah. Cut to, this happened five years ago, when Ty had a brush with death at the mall in Clueless, <laughs> and everybody's sitting around her table. And um, I was like, this is so funny, because this totally reminds me of that scene where she's like, everyone's talking to her, because they're like, oh my god, and that's when her boyfriend like comes back. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you, survived the, you survived the killer, that's hot. And he like, somehow <laughs> gets back with her. I'm like, so she's willing to like bang you now i'm confused well i i don't think he cared about her i think he just wanted to have sex so he wouldn't die <laughs> like I, mean, I thought he wasn't a virgin though i mean like, i sort of assumed everyone's a virgin 
Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. they're a lot younger than they, except for that one girl who's like <laughs> giving the TED <laughs> giving the TED talk. Yeah, she and oh gosh, she is just strutting across that stage with so much confidence too. So much, <laughs> like she's that girl. Yeah, she's like she's like the Ran <laughs> yeah. of like the group where she's like she's the one girl that you know like ha- like she's the girl that somebody said like she has a baby <laughs> like yeah. she's like that girl <laughs> where you're like what you're like yeah she's a mom like she knows shit <laughs> like she's that girl and and she had it with like the math teacher but like no, <laughs> nobody knows like she's like that girl like totally like oh my god it's. It's a fucking hot mess. I wrote, so then my, my last, uh, I wrote, so the way that Jody's scanning those papers using microfiche, I mean, like this movie, everyone acts like they're coked up. Like, yeah. Up. <laughs> I was like, she, the way she was scanning that microfiche made me like very uncomfortable because <laughs> her eyes were just like darting. I was like, are these people okay? Like, what is up with this town? Why is everyone acting this way? Jay Moore, what? Like, you were the worst woman impersonation. And this whole reveal was, like, so psychotic and, like, a therapy way yeah <laughs> i was like what happened to you like what's the real story here because this was not a billy loomis i'm psychotic this was like how you said it was like a multi-generational revenge plot <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i guess made it more interesting but we still didn't get all the details i know i know that's the thing like how do you know he's the dad like this is just yeah it, it's just but i love at the end that like nothing happens yeah <laughs> they're just sitting the mom and the, the it actually reminds me of the scene in the crash uh the craft when nancy and her mom are sitting there after like the the guy has the heart attack and they get the money <laughs> yeah. and they're just sitting there like they're just looking at like both smoking cigarettes <laughs> like uh excuse me what do you mean and they're like $175,000 and they're like what and they start screaming and like jumping up and down <laughs> that kind of seems like that's what's about to happen when they tell her about the pension that the cop had because, yeah. <laughs> because he died and they're gonna move to another town and this shit's gonna happen again and that's what the that's what the sequel has to be <laughs> totally it's like well, if we get to move, we might as well move to Florida. <laughs> so, oh, well. Well, that might actually make your problems worse. But That's a um, wild, wild blast. I, I read about, uh, I read an article, I think it was in the Face magazine. It was so funny. It was like, how come Florida is the new Western? <laughs> like having a movie take place in Florida is the new Western. I'm like, because you can literally write anything to happen and yeah. you will believe it. Yeah. Like that's probably why it's, yeah. it has that vibe. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, yeah, this is, uh, this has been Cherry Falls. This has been like an extra long episode for the spooky hour. So oh, wait, I, I hope everyone's excited. What do you have? I, something? I, I, I've one more, more scene that, um, I thought was hilarious. And that's like when we get this, when, um, when like the teacher barges into the orgy and you just see this flood of virgins, like, like oh, yeah. spring to their feet and start like spring towards the, the stairs. And you see, oh, the, yeah. you see this poor fe- fe- female police officer just like get like crushed by this tsunami of like teen of, of like teen virginity. And it's just like, <laughs> and they burst through the like stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just like, <laughs> it was it just explodes. <laughs> It, it was it was like it, and you, you, like I think there's a shot of her and she's like coughing up blood or something and like <laughs> she's like dead on the side. <laughs> also, and, the scene where where Jody runs into the room and she goes, "It's Mister, like whatever," and then he comes up behind her and he's like, "Class dismissed." <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
I was like, this is the worst thing ever. Also, another really awesome quote was that someone said she thinks fellatio is a character in Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm going to title this. It's going to be, have um, to be something like, I don't know. It's not going to be about Hyman. <laughs> I can't have that. <laughs> that can't be there, but that's fucking gross, man. Um, I do like that quote when like, um, Jody is helping the teacher move the trunk and she's like, this trunk is so heavy. What's in it? And he's like, your dad, maybe mine. Ha ha. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, foreshadow. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, we're, well, 10, 10, 10 seconds from now, she's going to know what that means. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and other news, water is wet. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and like, <laughs> she is also like having a weird mild flirtation with her half brother. I question mark. Yes. But I mean, there were three other boys involved. So yeah, guess... That's the thing. And, and he said that he passed out and he woke up in her. What? Yeah. I guess, what? I, I guess he's claiming he didn't rape her because like they physically picked him up and like put her, him him on top of her and which, made which him ejaculate like, in her and form a child like yeah what? <laughs> like <laughs> no like, i don't think that's how that works <laughs> is this like that mormon like soaking shit <laughs> like, have you heard about that <laughs> no oh my god i can't i watched 90 day fiance and this has come up in in different talk just google soaking i i can't okay okay I will not describe it <laughs> it's weird but it sounds like this Okay. Like you God. didn't do it, so it's okay. Kind I of thing. See. You didn't do Ugh. it yourself. Oh yeah. On that note, do you have any other notes? I. Do. What do you give this out of ten? Let's do that. I'd say I say a seven. Yeah, I was gonna say like a seven and a half. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think there's some there's some funny moments, but it was good. I'm glad to find this out throughout the interwebs uh, of a lot of different random movies I didn't know existed. So I can't wait to look for more. We are definitely going to do uh, whatever the one I said was. What was that? Jailbreakers? Yes. Yeah, the Shannon Doherty yeah. one. So we might do a On the Road and On the Run in November or December. Or some, some month we'll do cool. all of those. Yeah, but it'll be really cool. So yeah, follow us on Patreon. Uh, we're doing more shit over there and yeah, it's been fun. Leave a review, tell your friends, subscribe, do all that shit. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.